0: The Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts, and in game changers about what drives them.
1: I also think that uh, this is slightly away from what we're talking about, but I think that if we made account made instructors more accountable, and obviously I'm including myself in that, that's going to deter some people from coming into profession. Because we, as much as I was saying before about there being some really good people in this profession, there are some. You know, people that aren't so good. So if it deters those people that are just coming in it and have no interest, that have no care, that do the own do what I say, not what I do thing, then it might deter some of that and actually filter out. And it's like you said, it's not about using that to beat the instructors with. It's right. Like, where's the problem coming from?
0: But what you would want and, and, you know, those instructors that you want out there would want is to know how to be better. Yeah to go i've all right yes i acknowledge that these people are there how do i how do i change that how you know it's not it's the carrot not the stick it's the solution not the problem you know it's fine to work a problem as long as you're working the problem towards a solution Um, dwelling on a problem and living in that problem is is not beneficial to anybody it's about going all right how do we fix this um you know so often people will phone up and they're complaining about something or there's a problem and it's this happened and this person did this and I'm not happy about it because of this and they hurt my feelings. And, and all of those things that go on, during which I've sent an email, got a reply and sort of fixed it, you know, because I'd rather work a solution. And, I, you know, it's not that I don't care about feelings. Feelings are really important. But it's not fair is not the answer that you need You know, there's lots of these it's not fair situations. COVID was full of them, you know, the the pandemic and lockdown. And it wasn't fair. But let's work. Work a solution. Let's find how we get people back into work, how we get things working, how we deal with the government.
1: Yeah, and and my thought on that is, uh, again, and I know that a lot of people will disagree with this, but I've just mandatory CPD. I think that it should be tracked. I think that it should be online and you should record everything you do. And I don't know how much, I don't know how little, but there should be something set out there. This is what you need to do to maintain your badge. And obviously it shouldn't be a ridiculous amount. You know, you couldn't say, right, you need to do six hours a week of this. You know, it could just be one thing a year. But that's going to help people keep up to scratch. It's going to help keep people up to date. It might even reduce the need for as many standard checks because if you're doing the, that that same, if you're continually developing, it's going to improve.
0: I, I, I'm, I'm going to make two very unpopular statements. <laughs> um,
1: Looking forward to these.
0: Number one, mine's a little bit more blunt than yours of, of accountability. Um, uh, the badge should be... 400 pounds a year, not every, you know, every four years or, you know, whatever it is. Um, I think if you push that up, it would mean people need to do it as a a, a, a viable business option. It would be a cost, you know, we look at our car and we go that's going to be this amount of money every, every, every month, whether you buy it or lease it is irrelevant. It's this amount of money and I need to make that pay. Because I've got to be making money. Because we're doing a job, we're running a business. What, however you look at it, we are. So you know, I I would go put the badge price up. It's too cheap, uh, which I know is a conversation we had recently um, a, a be- about you know how how much do you charge people to be involved in in something like the DITC? Um, and yeah, I, I think when it comes to the job, actually, let's have a professional cost on things so that people will deliver because they have to. And then I would go the other way. Um I would go with a standards check every year. But not the standards check that we've got, which I love. But the standards check at the moment, brilliant. We'll have one of those. Then year two, maybe we'll have a theory test. So you just have to reset a theory test. A, a relevant theory test because I think some of it isn't relevant, but something that's relevant, some kind of theory test. Then we'll have uh, a part two style advanced driving test, or Rosper, or IAM, or Diamond, or Cardington. You know, a test of of, of a highest standard, recognised standard. um So we'll have, we'll have that in there as well. So that's there's three, and then the fourth one, you get to choose. You've just got to do something, and I don't care what it is you could sit down and listen to the whole of series one of the instructor podcast. And I would be quite happy with someone who did that. Um, I totally respect them for having, you know, really taken one for the team, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but you, you, if you, if, if that's what you're going to do and you go, right, this is where I'm going to get benefit. I will find something that gives me benefit. You're not allowed to do the same thing twice in a row. Yeah. So each cycle, it's got to be something different that's what i think we should be that's what cpd is for me it's about going out and either identifying a problem that you need a solution to and then finding a solution or about experiencing something new so that you can you can grow that way so i will go for every year there should be some kind of um requirement for every instructor and charge them more which i don't think either is going to be a popular suggestion Mm.